Welcome to the Harry D Podcast. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Harry D Podcast. Sorry we took a little bit of a break. We uh, both had some personal things going on in our life and we couldn't really find time to record. But we are back yet again with another episode. And as always, I am the Harry and Harry D. Harrison with my, I'm not going to say illustrious this time, just my decent co-host, DJ. Oh, what a grand entrance for me. I, I really appreciate such... The, the uh, audience applause sign is on right now. I know. <laughs> it is I, once again, your friendly neighborhood. But um, if you know, you know. Yeah. Like Harrison was saying, we both had a lot of things going on. Uh, some good, some bad, you know, some uh, splash of in between. But uh, that's life, this lovely roller coaster we find ourselves on. Lovely is a strong word for it, but yeah, <laughs> it's a roller coaster indeed. But we are back. We are back. Uh, DJ is my, my good friend, DJ. Hello, DJ. Hello, Harrison. Got some mic issues there, but you know what? It wouldn't be a Harry D podcast without some technical difficulties. Uh, but first things first, before we get into our topic for this episode, we do have an official store. You can go to our Instagram link uh, or our Instagram bio, and the link is in the bio. Uh, it's on the uh, Bonfire whoa, whoa. website. Not what? even a minute in, and you're already telling people to check your link in bio? What are you? Whoa, whoa. I'm a, I'm a Snapchat influencer now. That's what I am. <laughs> But yeah, we have an actual store. We have some shirts being bought on it, uh, or shirts to be bought on it, some uh, long sleeves, some hoodies, sweaters, whatever you want. Uh, anything that you guys think we should put on a shirt, we can always uh, just send us a message on Instagram, or if you know us personally, just send us a text or something. With it, we have uh, a, a wide variety of shirts that are just amazing. Uh, no, not really, but... Uh, now we can get into our actual topic, and our topic for the day is the news in uh, everything video games. Uh, DJ, do you have anything specific that you want to talk about to start it off with? Yeah, I mean, I want to talk about like the hype behind Pal World. I'm not an uh, avid Pokemon fan by by any means. If you anybody who knows me knows that I hate the way people say Pokemon, but that's I was about to I was about to bring that up. I was gonna say Pokemon. God, bro. All right, since you brought it up, that's <laughs> not the fucking right way. I don't know where everyone in their fucking mom says Pokemon, but it's not a fucking A. It's a goddamn E, and I don't understand where everyone, not even the show, the Japanese, the dubs, none of it comes from there. It comes from one British dude, one British dude, and then it just stuck. And I don't know how to fix an entire generation of idiots because it just keeps going down your you play pokemon your kids play pokemon and now all of you are saying oh look i got pokemon pokemon but where oh fucking where is the a because i know pokemon is pocket monsters you don't hear me saying digimon <laughs> it's digimon you fucking illiterates god fucking damn to Power. be fair though to be fair though i have heard in the show them say pokemon one dude it's always professor oak it's always professor you oak. just said it was never in the show now that you have to backtrack now no i didn't i said one dude i didn't <laughs> say if it wasn't in the show or like a, a fucking youtube video i said one dude there's a recording of you saying it, and it's the recording we're currently right. making but go on to power worlds dj go, what, 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 i know nothing about power worlds other than it looks like it's a ripoff of pokemon with a uh, fucking guns they that's about guys. it 
hell yeah, bro. That shit goes hard as fuck. You can make slaves. And now huh? that sounds a little fucked, but Very. by God, you can make human slaves. And I am about that shit. You can take a Pikachu looking motherfucker, give him a gat and tell him to go find some shit. You can Repar- you reparations. Be, it's like Pokemon. If Pokemon wasn't a fucking kids game, like it's not afraid to be actually you know realistically because when the fuck have you ever seen any normal animals in pokemon they always eat meat they gotta be eating something exactly but they never want to say it he's just fainted nah bro pikachu just electric electrocuted that boy now there's an electabuzz looking motherfucker bro's carrying around a fucking minigun (laughs) that's that's fucking goofy dude no the game is dope you start off as like a poor little fucking peasant and you're just like, oh, please, please. And there's like a big Gyarados looking fucking thing. First time I ever booted up the game, I got my shit handed to me. It wasn't even my fault. I was just minding my business. Bro didn't like the way my face looked and decided to just run me the fade. And I was like, all right, dude, go off, bro. Shit was funny. You can mate the pals. You can upgrade the pals. You know, all the standard Pokemon Ditto types thing. Also, shout out to Pokemon. Ditto is the uh, top tier best Pokemon because... Uh, he can do everything. I mean, everything. I hope so. No, 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 no. Cool. Not understanding everything. No, I, I understand what you're meaning. I've heard about the, the Shadman post. I mean, it's real. That, that shit's canon in fucking uh, Pokemon, Pika, or Pokemon, yeah. Because Detective Pikachu, that shit's canon. Okay, but, uh... Yeah, Power World is a solid I game. I haven't played anything with Power World. I got suggested by a couple of coworkers, and I've just never gotten around to it because yes, dude, I, the next game I'm going to talk box. to, the next game yeah. I'm wanting to talk about, has been occupying my time and the rest of the buddies also. Oh God, uh, no, not the, this again. The amazing game that is Hell Divers Two is it's oh just fantastic, dude. If you haven't played it, you need to play it. No, I it haven't. Is played it. So fun. DJ. When you are on your ship and you look out into space over a planet, you see other ships. Those are active other players. When they shoot down at the surface, it's because other players are actively calling in air support for them to do that. That's all real time. I mean, that's just a minor detail. The servers were fucked for a little bit. (laughs) I I think they didn't expect so many people to want to get on it at once, especially with it being like a uh, PlayStation game, but it's also on PC. I don't think they expected... Nice, bless you. They expected you to... like want or expected a lot of people to want to play it but right. it just kept picking up steam and like the day after i got it and i played it a bit i went on tiktok and immediately there was just everything about it no matter how many times i scrolled at least once every two videos it was about hell divers 2 and oh my god the, the way it came about was that 343 the people that made uh the newer halos like your favorite halo 4 shitty game but the God's your game. they they pitched Helldivers 2, 2343, as a uh, ODST game. And OD- uh, 343 was just like, no, we, we don't want to yeah. do that. I heard that story, but I don't think it's it, true. Because dude, God's why, here, why would they lie about it? Why because would God's they lie here, about three, just, uh, They wouldn't do that, bro. They're too... They're too no, they, they understand. No, no, they they definitely did that. I have my own issues with 343, and overall, I think they're a decent company because I loved Halo Infinite. Halo 5 had some bright spots, but 
Helldivers 2 as an ODST game would have just been so fucking perfect. Instead you know of it else? being instead of it basically being a video game version of Starship Troopers with you're also fighting robots, it could have been Halo and it would have been fucking perfect. You know, there's probably gonna be a mod for that soon. Well it's an or online if, game, so I don't know. Xbox how they... is oh, smart. If Xbox is smart and they wanna like slowly creep PlayStation people into doing it, they'll have a Halo event, you know? Where like all of the fucking things turn into elites, brutes, grunts, jackals, all that shit. You know, the only thing I would say with that is that it would be amazing. But the only thing I would say with that is this is still a PlayStation game. They probably won't be able to do that for legal reasons. Bro, see, that's what I mean. Like, if it's an event, like Rainbow is on fucking uh, PlayStation, but they still have Master Chief. That is fair, but Rainbow was also made for every console. This was made originally for PlayStation, and then it also PC. I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I, f I feel like it still could be done. My least... my opinion on Helldivers 2 is it's it's an amazing game. Uh, like It's borderlining, depending on how everything else goes this year with video games, which we do have a decent amount of video games that I think I am looking forward to, um, and we'll get to that later. Uh, this could be like my favorite game of 2024 just because how fucking amazing it is to me. Like it is, this is going to sound so fucking 12 y but it's very PTSD inducing quote unquote, like GTA. I'm talking about like, GTA. yeah, I'm talking about the GTA PTSD type, but like Malevolent Creek, we will never forget any, any hell diver that's at Malevolent Creek right now. I thank you so much and I'll be joining you soon as soon as I'm able to, but Everybody that's new with this game, do not go to the automatons. You will fucking die. Go fight the Terminates. They that that should be your focus. They're they're already getting back. They're okay. I wish I could join the robot side to make all of you suffer. You think you'd be that much of an opponent? You can fuck around and find out. You can't even fight us on Titanfall. Cap, cap, cap! Run it! I'm tired of all this Titanfall slander. <laughs> uh, to the HST clan, if you're out there, fuck you. If you're Especially out there, you. if you're out there, shout out to you for listening to the podcast. But fuck you. <laughs> Could you fucking imagine, bro? They were Brazilian. There's no fucking way. <laughs> That'd be crazy. See, that's another thing. Gaming brings so many different cultures together, and it's ninety percent talking shit. However. That 10% is camaraderie. And camaraderie yeah. is what all gamers should strive for. Like, there shouldn't be a divide between, like, the consoles. Because they're, they're going to say that Xbox or PlayStation, or PlayStation is better than Xbox. Which, I mean, maybe I'm biased, but fundamentally, from a functional standpoint, like, after the whole Red Ring of Death thing, PlayStation kind of dropped the ball. Like, yeah, Xbox, yeah. when the 360 first came out, but structurally... Have you ever heard one of those fucking jet engines just sitting around? Like if you're if your console has to sound like it's fucking booting up every time, like it's spooling like a jet, then there's a problem. But I mean, like the only thing I've ever had wrong with my Xbox in the entire time I've had it, and I've had this shit for like six, seven years almost. What what year is it? Yeah. Was when I blew out the battery pack in a different country. And that wasn't even the, the consoles thing. That was a me thing. You know? My only then, biggest issue with my Xbox One when I still used it was uh, 
I had to switch out the uh, surge protector at one time uh, because it, I don't know what happened to it, but for some reason, like my game, my Xbox would start and then randomly shut off. Mm. But I bought a new one and it worked perfectly fine. Never had another issue with it. But PlayStation, I okay. Admittedly, I grew up playing a lot more Xbox 360 than I did PlayStation. I had a PlayStation 3, but it was mostly my dad, so I didn't really touch it that often. But I still played the greatest PlayStation 3 game known to man, Infamous 2. I don't care what anybody says, that is the best game from the PlayStation 3 era. But I grew up with a PlayStation 2, an Xbox 360, a Nintendo 64, and uh, once I started becoming a teenager, had the PlayStation 3 and Xbox One. And... For me, the drop-off seemed for PlayStation to be whenever they started requiring you to pay for online service, like to play with people. That was your bread and butter. Why so many people went to PlayStation? Because they didn't have to worry about paying for Xbox Live. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Then you brought out the PlayStation 4, and it fucked it all up for you. No, PlayStation 3 had uh, PlayStation Network Plus or some shit, PlayStation Plus or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, but that was was a bonus thing to do. You you didn't have to pay for to play online with people. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. It was was really fucking cool that way. But anyways, you were talking about camaraderie and all that shit, and that brings me to the next game that we've been playing, uh, Lethal Company. Everyone knows about Lethal Company. It is fucking terrifying, but it is so fucking funny and fun. Like, there has never been a time where I thought, ah, this is going to be a boring match on Lethal Company. Or a boring uh, treasure dive or whatever you want to say on Lethal Company. Like, mm-hmm. we started going to, a, which I think you were either asleep or at work, but we went to the SCP facilities, DJ. The SCP facilities. Yes, like, from the SCP games, we went there, and it was fucking terrifying. Is that a mod? I'm fairly certain it was. I doubt there was, like, a crossover event, but, like, we... Okay, so, me and Angel were trying to run out of a place, which we had both just fucked... Like, Angel had fucking died, and I was trying to run away from everything, because they were fucking, uh... There was the people with the mask, there was the goddamn, uh coil head and i was just running coil outside head? yes coil head what the fuck's and, a coil head oh when you see it you'll know and you never want to see them again it's the one where if you don't look at it when you're moving it'll run after you oh but uh i got outside and like there was a long corridor uh that was like kind of stretched to get to the ship outside of the facility but to get to the ship and I get outside and immediately there's an eyeless dog in my face. And if you know anything about the eyeless dogs, you don't fucking make sound with them. So all I could do was just fucking sit or stand there and stare at it. And it started walking away and I crouched down and I try to wait for it to get out. And then it turns around and starts walking back towards me. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to die. Did it hear you crouch? No, it didn't hear me crouch. But eventually, like... I don't know what made it sense me. Maybe I took a step the wrong way or something. Step the wrong way and you'll perish. And uh, it fucking got me. But even whenever you fucking die, it's still so fucking fun in Lethal Company. Oh, God damn it! Sorry, I dropped something. But I, I love that game a lot. It's really fucking fun to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot. Like, a, like I was saying, like that's a an indie game, you know? A lot of the indie games are making their like headway and stuff. 
You know, it doesn't have to be this super expensive experience to just be an enjoyable ass game. Like I feel like like the whole flies to honey thing, you know? Like you're you're making more with less. You're gonna make more money to get back your triple A game by not charging an arm and a leg, EA. Like nobody gives a shit about the shit game you're pushing out, right? You're gonna get the streamers that are gonna suck your dick because you're fucking oh my god, money, 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 money. I'm like, yeah, but like that soulless people, like eventually people are gonna wise up and think Man, maybe this is kind of dumb and stop paying overpriced for all these craptastical things you call video games. Yeah. And who am I to say, right? But I don't blame the developers. I blame the marketing team. No, I blame the developers. The developers and the marketing. <laughs> right? Like the the and I'm not talking about like the art designs or whatever cuz a lot of them will be aesthetically pleasing to a certain point. Case in point, Cyberpunk that was a dumpster fire on release, but Big now time. it slowly has resurgence. And all they had to do was put out an anime. Shout out Rebecca, best girl. But fucking, it, it, it took some patching of the game also. But yeah, the anime probably helped also. Oh yeah, like that's what got everybody talking. They're like, "Whoa, what's cyberpunk?" It's like, you know, yeah, it's cool. But where's the wall running? They promised that's gone. Where's the multiplayer? That's gone. You know. And I do, I honestly, I can say I like the way they touch certain topics because one of my favorite characters in the game is Claire and she's transgender. And I like, yeah, it's, it's not thrown in your face, but you're doing races with her. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm totally down for racing. Like, you know, that's what I was doing it for. I was like the racing and she was just a cool bartender and she was just a funny character. I was like, that's cool. I like her. And I go to the bar, the afterlife, you know, after you, uh, after Jackie dies, spoilers, but you know, it doesn't come up until like the third or fourth mission that she's trans. And it's not even that she's telling you it's in passing. She's, she talks about her husband before she transitioned and that was it. That's like the, the whole thing. It's not even about her. It's just about her husband, you know? And I feel like that's how it should be. But all these new games like Overwatch and everything, they just they want to shove the lore about their character down your throat. And I'm like, that's cool and all. But where's the substance of the game? Because back to Overwatch, right? They have all this stuff about the characters and their backstories and, and whatnot. But like the actual game physics, if you look at it, the hitbox, most of those characters are hit scan. And it's ridiculous because people will point near like I want to say like maybe two, three feet from somebody's head and get an instant kill headshot. Yeah. And those games really take less skill than anything else. So I'm, I'm just, my whole thing is if you want to send a message, send a message, but don't make the message something stupid and soulless, you know, like I, like I said, Claire, best character. I think she's fucking funny. Uh, you know, I don't I don't have any problems there. The only like I said, the only reason I knew she was trans is because on her truck it has the trans flag. And I was like, I thought I was tripping and like somebody just added that, but I guess it was you just thought it was just aesthetic for the game. Yeah, and then it turns out that was a thing and I was like, All right, that's cool. I mean I don't give a shit, but like that's pretty cool, you know? It's the like little my, details in games that matter like that that yeah, make the world it, better make it feel lived in you know like people are but i don't understand that i was like i thought my to myself i was like why are you trans if this is cyberpunk and then i thought about that and i was like 
that makes more sense because it's yeah cyberpunk. Like, yeah exactly and then i went down this whole rabbit hole i'm like does she have a uterus and then i i, I don't know you got some stuff you had to delete from your browser history but it, the little details are what really make a game a game because like with the older halo games uh they, they really subscribe to the idea of show don't tell they could exactly. tell you that this is all going on for humanity and that humanity is losing this war but they're actually just showing you so you're like oh fuck we're losing and that's the same thing that happened with like ODST. Granted, you already knew some of the story of like when it was and what was going on because Halo 2 had already came out and you'd already played that, but you didn't know how dire the situation was still on Earth until like Halo 3 and then they told you about it. Watching a planet get glassed and shit, you're just like, damn. Yeah, and you'd always heard about like, oh, Reach fell, remember Reach, and you're like, okay, but why should I care about Reach? Then you played Halo Reach, and you're like, oh, this is why everybody was saying that, because it was fucking bad. But going to other uh, things coming out this year, uh, I still love Halo, though. It's fucking amazing. Um, For the first time in almost a decade, which you probably won't give a shit about this because you're not really sports-oriented that much, unless you're sports betting, you're asking me. Uh, EA Sports is actually putting out a new college football game after... uh, certain court cases ha- are held with the NCAA uh, saying that college students can get paid. I'm not saying it's right how much they get paid. I'm not saying anything about that. That's a whole other subject. But I am happy that they are putting out a new college football game because if you knew anything about college football games, it was the games to fuck. I didn't even touch Madden back in the day because I didn't give a shit about that. I could play college football and it'd be a thousand times better and more creative in my opinion. And now, finally, in, uh, they're supposed to do, like, a bigger reveal in, I believe, May. But if uh, the past is any indicator about how, they're do- how they did things, if it's still going to be that way, uh, the new game should release in July. And I'm so fucking happy about it. There's actually a quote from somebody. Uh, what was his name? I don't know. Uh, somebody that said, yes, you will be able to go to GameStop if you're, for some reason, still using physical media or you can download it in July. So that almost confirms them saying, I got to adjust my chair real quick. That almost confirms them saying like, yes, it's going to be released in July, but they haven't put out an exact release date yet. And I'm so fucking happy about that. That That's my... But, GameStop closes down for good. Why do you hate GameStop? I love GameStop. I don't like I their was, prices or their trade values. Stop stock when I should have. They they have some good stuff still, but I haven't been there in years. No, I was saying I I had the option to put money into GameStop stock when I was uh like deployed, and I just didn't, and I could have been fucking fat rich right now. So it's really your fault that you hate GameStop. I didn't say it wasn't. I just hate GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's I, my sports moment. That's all I wanted to say. Dude, I had Bitcoin. I was gonna sell a Minecraft skin for Bitcoin. Like back when we were playing my my uh, MOL or fucking MMO life or life MMO, yeah, life MMO on Minecraft. Shout out to those who know Jesse, you know. But uh, there's this skin I had that was like an HD skin, and somebody was getting super pissed off that I had it, and it was an admin, and they were gonna give me like 250 Bitcoin to not wear the skin. Yeah, and. Me and Jesse were arguing at the dude like, hey, the ad, the owner made him this skin. Why does it matter? And I don't know. 
I should have just taken the fucking Bitcoin. <laughs> should be like, you know what, dude? You don't want me using this? All right, I get you. But uh, there is more games coming out. Uh, I mean, look at them. I'm, I have an exact list. Uh, Stalker 2 comes out in September. I'm not, I've never played Stalker. That's more Angel's that's thing. Russian, yeah, that's like the Russian, uh, what's it called? Stealth game, it's, it's, right? it's actually Ukrainian. It takes place in uh, Crimea, oh. I believe. Or not Crimea, uh, Chernobyl. Yeah, okay. Where you're basically right. just scavenging for shit. I mean, there's a big following for it. Uh, a lot of people say it's an amazing game. I've never played it, but I wanted to highlight that it is coming out in September. There is a new South Park game coming out. Uh, on oh, is it Cowboys? I hope it's Cowboys this time. It's, it's called Snow Day. What's it about? Like, what's the what's the setting? Uh, I'm gonna look it hey, up. Hey, new kid, grab up to three friends in this four-player co-op and battle your oh, way through the snow-piled town of South Park on a quest to save the world and enjoy a day without school. It releases this. Oh, dude, it releases next month. Holy shit! Yeah, I've heard nothing about this. Granted, oh, it's I'm a not the new South one Park too. Fan. This is this is wild. Oh, it, it goes back to the fucking uh, stick of truth one, like the stick of truth style. Yeah, I was really hoping it was gonna the be stick of truth. Yeah, I was hoping it was gonna be like cowboys and shit. I love like I played the fractured butthole and uh fucking yeah the stick of truth. I like the stick of truth better than the fractured butthole. I didn't play any of them. I'm just really not the biggest fan of South Park because it seems like a lot of their comedy Dude. is just fart joke type shit. I don't no, know. It's you just, gotta, like, South I just Park never got has, into it. South Park has a really deep sense of comedy for social issues. For social issues. You just got to be paying attention, you know? But uh, I'm going to force you to watch South Park the next time we're, we're together. I, I still won't. Ask yes. ask other people how it went with forcing me to watch Attack on Titan. I don't remember shit from that, and I don't want to watch it again. I will duct tape your eyes fucking open. It's not gonna work. It shall work. And there's a there's a Team Mutant Ninja Turtle game coming out, but it's not been uh, announced when when it's coming out. I I don't know. Ever since Mutant Mayhem, I'm kind of I'm kind of that's the name of it. Team Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, I'm kind of burned out from uh, Turtles because I didn't, I didn't like it. It was a good movie. It was a good movie, but I didn't. It wasn't like one that I'm like, hey, yeah, let's watch that. Let's definitely throw that on the TV. Did it remind you too much of Holmes? No. The only thing that <laughs> the only thing that really reminded me of New York stuff was uh, Ice Cube and Donnie talking about which was gumball. Bacon egg. The bacon, bacon egg, egg and cheese. Yeah. Like, bro, I got my Tim's, I got my puffer and my bacon egg and cheese. And I was like, ah, now I'm hungry. That that was my favorite part of that. Cause immediately as I was I, I, I watched that, I was like, ah, that's DJ. He's gonna say something about it. Bro, somebody I was at work and somebody was asking me where I'm from. And I, they were like, Oh no, I asked them where they're from, and he was like fucking Missouri or some shit. Or God, I'm sorry. And North Carolina. He's a black dude from North Carolina. And I was like, oh, that's cool. He's like, oh, we're, he's like, you from uh, Brooklyn? I was like, nah, Queens. He's like, yeah, you have a Queens accent. I was like, I've never heard that. I was like, what is a Queens accent? Normally it people only comes tell out me when you're mad. You think? Yeah. Like I tell you all the time, I'm like, oh, Queens is coming out. Bro, I, I don't hear an accent. Now, if it's my mom when she's mad, she sounds like, like, I wouldn't say, I don't know. You could, you could definitely t- hear like, some kind of accent you know yeah. that's the best way i can describe it 
There was a new uh, DLC for... Oh, my God. I didn't even think about one of the games I'm really excited for. I don't even know if it comes out this year. Holy shit. Let me look it up. Uh, me and Angel are fawning over it entirely. Uh, basically, Budokai, Budokai Tenkaichi 4, but in reality, it's called, it's called Dragon Ball Sparking Zero. I'm not even sure when it comes out, but every trailer I've seen of it, it makes me want the game more and more and more. Bro, I'm tired of people doing Cell Dirty. They're supposed to be... I don't I remember how many people are going to be in this, but it's going to be on every single uh, platform. I really hope it has fucking uh, cross-play, uh, because that would be amazing to do to have. Mm. But um, the... The trailers for it, uh, one of them, the latest one I saw, it was, you know, just basically Goku and Vegeta fighting. And then, uh, that like, they start in their base forms, they keep going up, and, like, it just keeps going until they're in blue, and it just keeps building up, and it's just so fucking good. The visuals look amazing, because this isn't just, uh, it's not just trailer uh, footage they're showing. They're showing, like, I believe, actual gameplay footage, and it's just so many colors. Bro, games like- always say that shit, and then it's never actual gameplay footage. I will say Dragon Ball Z has a good tendency to actually show gameplay footage. Like with a Kakarot, which I'll get to in a second, uh, they show gameplay with uh, uh, Xenoverse 2. They showed gameplay with Xenoverse 1. They showed gameplay. It's I I haven't been disappointed by a Dragon Ball Z game in a while. I think the last time I was was Battle of Z, and it was just god-awful. Granted, I I haven't played Dragon Ball The Breakers yet, which is basically like the survival game. I don't. I didn't even know it got released. I, I heard nothing about it except that it got announced, and that was it. Mm. But Dragon Ball Z uh, or Kakarot, uh, it Kakarot. It came out with another uh, DLC for uh, the end of Dragon Ball Z. Whenever Goku's going against Oob in the World Martial Arts Tournament, and well, I, I haven't played it yet, but it looks really good. Like. Bro, I don't understand why people hated on GT so hard. That shit was fun. It was it was all right. And I don't know if anybody else heard you because you're very quiet. But uh, DJ said DG, uh, GT was fun. And I'm like, eh, I mean, there were good parts of it. Super Saiyan 4 was by far the best part of it. But I can understand why people had issue I mean, with it. Super Saiyan 4 is canon again. It's just alternate universe canon, which is stupid. But, I mean, I get it. I don't think anybody said it's canon again. It is canon. It's in the games. And the games are canon. Okay, both forms of Broly are in the games. One of them has to be canon, not both of them. No, they're both canon. They're just alternate universes. That's what I just said. Where's the alternate universes part? I don't know. I haven't finished the goddamn game. Exactly, and games aren't inherently canon. That one was said to be canon. Wh- which game? The the one where T- Trunks is time-traveling, fixing all of the fucking... So Xenoverse. Nobody has said Xenoverse yeah. is canon. Xenoverse is canon. Your head canon, maybe. Nobody's came out and said that it's canon. I learned a long time ago that you cannot always say that games are canon because in that case, then fucking, why was Anakin the goddamn chosen one and not Starkiller? Well, Starkiller is not in any of the stuff anymore, so he's he's no longer canon. He doesn't exist. Exactly, anymore. he's in a game and he's not canon. But either way, that's a tangent. Well, his for His game isn't canon. I was saying that game was canon. Those are those are two different things, man. Two different things. But uh, yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot came out with a new DLC. 
I haven't played it yet. It looks so fucking good. And it's always really cool because I had this as a disc, uh, a DVD, when I was a kid. And I actually watched these. And then now seeing them in games, I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cool. Yeah. I don't know. You just had to be there, man. Just had to be there. And Oob is a very interesting character because he's like poor third world child that at, in his previous life was like the destroyer of the fucking universe before Beerus was a thing. Beerus, the god of destruction. Any other know. games you want to talk about, DJ? I'm not a big uh, Dragon Ball fan. I I, I do that. like a lot of games. You know, when I think Lethal Company, I think what they have as an impact on the community more than anything. Because think about it, like, you get people hyped for something. Like, uh, Six Days in Fallujah. Remember how, like, hyped everybody was for that? Like, yeah, this is going to be this great fucking game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to kill all these other games. And, like, who's still talking about it, you know? I think yeah. it's because they... Uh... They didn't have much to offer gameplay-wise. I mean, the gameplay by itself was amazing. I loved Six Days of Felucia. I'll probably still play it a year from now because it's just in a very immersive game. And there's actually a video of uh, Marines that were in Felucia playing it. I haven't watched it because I don't know if it's either going to go, they're like, this is just like it. And go, this is nothing like it. Uh, you got to send me the link to that video. What I think try, is cool is the fact that the... the uh the uh, environment is procedurally generated. And yes. that to me, because from a from a standpoint, you can look at the same thing 80 times a day, 80 different ways, and it, each time it'd be different. And, and that's what procedural generation for games like this captures entirely. You're going in there, yeah, but it, you're, these are the dudes who first stormed it, bro. They have no idea what the fuck they're looking at. Yeah. Also, some of the dudes that don't have their blo- their boots bloused, I respect that. I respect that. I definitely know why that's like that. Why is it like that? Because you'll get off the fucking AAV, your boot bands, your boot bands come off, and you're not immediately gonna put that shit back on. So you're just <laughs> you're just going. You're like fuck no. And then you got the other dudes who have like super high ass boot blouses. Like you can tell who are the boots and who aren't. And that's <laughs> just funny to see, bro. Especially with all the old LBVs and the fucking M16s, bro. The saw gunners too, bro. God damn. Some guys wearing ERDL also. Mm-hmm. It's the little details. Like I said earlier, the little details make the game. Mm-hmm. Saw gunners and machine gunners, bro. Saw gunners go hard as fuck. Sometimes I miss a saw. Like they I I got hands on it when I first joined, but it had already gotten like completely phased out by the time I was like done with like the first set of training that we were doing damn so you couldn't even use it Mm-mm. they had like some in the armory and that was it and that's for like if they're scraping the bottom of the barrel with guns isn't it mm-hmm. like it was it was a decommission type thing like they're getting rid of it damn i mean like i the, my favorite part about six days in felucia is that it's very unforgiving if you fuck up on something you will know immediately and there's not like, I'll I'll say this with Helldivers two. Granted, Helldivers two takes place in the future. Um, mm-hmm. You can always call in air support. You will always be able to. Granted, there's a cooldown time, so you can't just keep calling it over and over and over. But you can always call air support. There's no limit to it. With mm-hmm. six days in Felucia, you don't fucking get air support unless it's part of the mission. 
So there's a lot of times in that you can't do anything except go room to room like they actually had to. Yeah, and that's a, that's a good thing. You know, like for the game, it's a CQB and it's supposed to be a very team-oriented game. You don't know where there's uh, fucking toe poppers, fucking, uh, you know, you're you doing... You know there's somebody hiding behind a, a door. Yeah, and another thing I really appreciate is how they ADS in rooms. So what you're not going to get in like... So you know when you're playing fucking... Uh, what the fuck's that game? The one where you're room clearing as a cop. Um, uh, uh, I know yeah. Yeah. So you see how that you're scoped in the whole time with these like fucking two time scopes. Yeah. In six days from Fallujah, you're you're ADSing like you're actually doing the room clear, which is the front side posts plus the top of the RCO, and that's how you're supposed to do uh, close quarters, which is entirely what I learned as like uh, you know a young marine. Because when I first, like I said, when I first joined, I still had like M16s just moving, just had moved on to the M4 and now we're on the M27, you know? It, it definitely is a, uh, it's definitely a game made by people that were in the military because look at Call of Duty, you're aiming down the sights completely uh, the entire time, no matter where you are. There's mm -hmm. no like sway or anything like that which maybe they'll add it or maybe they did it i didn't i didn't play the latest call of duty i don't plan on it really no sense of uh fatigue and you can really feel that your dude's like no shit like he doesn't want to die like you're not you're not just the character you are a person and i think a lot of games do a disservice when it comes to shit like that you're telling a story from the view of the character through their eyes instead of being the character and viewing the world through their eyes yeah exactly and like it's actually kind of terrifying when you're getting shot at because your guy will react to it and you'll be like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck and it's just i love the um the environmental uh uh what do you call it um damage chat no the just game chat mm -hmm. i mean the damage too but the game chat where like if you're in Talk a building you'll actually hear an echo if yeah. you're outside you'll hear somebody vaguely because they may not be close to you the same with like rounds and ricochets and all of like the ambiance of how sound travels, you know, yes. RPGs just, in the building. Like now your whole ears are fucked. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's just, oh, sorry, I the it's just, it's really fucking cool to have a game like that because there's a lot of times where people are begging for like something like that from like Call of Duty or they look for it with Arma and it's just not there. But then, Six Days of Felucia, it is there. My only yeah, gripe yeah. with Six Days of Felucia is that you can only have up to four people play at a time. Well, that's because it's a four-man team. Now, now, I understand what you're saying. Like, maybe they should get like a mod like uh, Lethal Company did when you can set it up to eight. But I would argue that it should be an entire platoon element because the same like fucking 50 dudes you come out, go in with are not going to be the same 50 dudes you come out with in Felucia. Like... That's not always going to be the case with, like, you know, the T.O. Because when I came back, all of my dudes came back, you know? Like, yeah, it's just those those little things that can make or break the situation. You're having one dude that's new. He's green. You're all focused. You're all ready for the mission. You've played the game. But this one dude, you know, he's the new guy, hasn't experienced it yet. He gets schwacked. Now your entire fucking first, second, and third team are dead. On Your entire platoon, gone. You know? Yeah, 100%. Uh, 
I wish they would uh, make it to where you could have more people. I don't even care if it's like you have to have randoms or something. As long as like there's more than just four people, because that's the only thing that like slows down gameplay for me and makes it like kind of tedious to play sometimes is that it as soon as all four people are dead, dead, like it's over. Like you have to restart and all that. And that like that to it, me is it raises the it raises the stakes. I'll give it that. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of tedious to me because like I feel like it should be more than four people, which that's that's just me as a civilian never being in the military saying that, which I don't know anything like how actual squad structure is for the military, much less Marines. uh, I can explain it to you like, like off the rip. So the reason you're going in a four team, that is because shit went to a handbasket, right? It hit the fan. Everything is done. You have no comm support. That's probably why you don't get air support or an AAV. Your your, uh, boots on the ground from an AAV, which means you guys are probably like three, one, because 3-1 was one of the units that was in Fallujah, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. It's been a while. I haven't looked up my history. I know I'm a bad person. But AAVs are what my company in 3-1 was using, which are tracks, right? So you're a, dis- you're a track dismount team. And nine times out of ten, you'll have the gunner for the track, the driver for the track, the crewman for the track, and like six or seven guys. How it's, you know if you're not packed in like sardines. So it's the fact that you guys are dropped off at a track and there's nobody in the track and it's just a four of you guys, everybody else is dead. Everybody else. So you're just figuring it the fuck out with what information you got. That's probably why you're going to last point of contact, doing those last point of contact missions, trying to figure out what and where you need to go. All right, so, that makes that makes some sense. Yeah, a lot of the team structure is... Uh, your squad, your team leader, your uh, fucking assault or not assault, fucking automatic rifleman, which is your machine gunner. You know, the, your saw, your saw gunner. Yeah, and then usually your, there's uh, one of those. There's a guy with a shotgun. So breacher. breacher. Yeah, I was gonna say breacher. And then usually uh, they have a grenadier. Yeah. And then usually just a guy that has uh, an M16. Rifleman, rifleman, breacher, saw gunner, and automatic rifleman or rifleman so the breacher he'll have like the shotgun a hooligan tool it's not actually called the hooligan it's like the halligan or some shit but i like hooligan because you know hooligan activities and then fucking he's got like yeah he's got his fucking thing but the squad leaders will have m4s which is something that we kept for from like 20 2017 onward because it you know, it, was, it happened. It started in 2013 when everybody was like having M16 and M4s, but the squad leaders had M4s. So when we got M27s, we still kept that same like, okay, you know, you're getting this, but the squad leaders are going to have this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Squad leaders and grenadiers, because I had an M4 for the longest. But I've gone through three different types of grenade launchers in my career. I mean, I just, I, I wish. Again, this is just me as a civilian. I wish that it was uh, more than just four. Like, even six people would be better than four. Just because, I like, think... just because, I, I like I said, the fucking, uh, everybody dies and you have to restart everything. Everybody dies, you have to restart everything type shit. Which means, don't fuck up, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just my thing. It's a four stack. Uh, six, six would be pushing it. Now, if it was five and you had a dock, I'd be okay with that. But your doc would only have a pistol. 
I think that would be fair because now yeah. he's he's VIP status and you always have to protect him. Yeah, give him a fucking rifle, obviously, but like you know what I mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, there you can heal everybody else with uh, like a med kit that you have, but yeah, it's called effect. Yeah, I think it only you can only do it like twice. So like once another person, once yourself. Yeah, buddy aid, uh, self aid. Which, granted, I I don't know if it's only two. It could be more, but uh, I say that because. Usually we only get to two and then the mission is over because everybody else just died. Fair enough. Fair enough. I will say yeah. another mechanic of that game I really fucking like is that um, when you get shot at, you don't always get shot, but your player reacts like you got shot. Like you'll have to check yourself and be like, oh, I'm okay. Yeah. I feel like that's realistic because the grin, not, I haven't been in that scenario. But getting shot at, and you're like, oh fuck, maybe I got hit. And then you try, like, I mean, oh, getting, fine. getting shot at will really, will really like make or break the kind of person you are. Because you can get people who are really calm, cool, and collected. And then you could get people that are like losing their absolute fucking mind. Yeah. And, and it all comes down to like, not even like seniority, but like who you are genuinely as a person. You're sitting there thinking, like, oh, I'm this whole badass you know i've I've done all of this shit versus the kid who's thinking man i'm probably gonna die today i've had more experiences where people are like oh yeah i'm this badass i've done all this shit like freak the fuck out versus a dude that's like hey i'm probably gonna die you know what i mean yeah it's the willingness to accept where you are and not everything is what you're going to be able to control and the best advice i've ever been given by any senior leader is control what you can control yeah, some things heard, are gonna uh, I heard something that, that I heard something that said uh just to, uh accept that you're going to die and if you don't then that's a good surprise. Yeah. Uh, it just it'd be like that. Yeah. I mean shit happens, dude. Shit happens when you're a gangster. Shit happens when you're a gangster. Shit happens when you party naked. Who's partying naked? I mean, if you don't know if you were or weren't, then that's your issue. Dude, being roofied is not fun, bro. I didn't say anything about being roofied. That's a story for another time, though. It is. I think, though, in my, my final closing statements for this episode, that the way video games are shaped are not just by the experiences that other people have had, but the experiences of the game itself. And what I mean by that is you can make a game that's supposed to be realistic and gritty and whatever, but you're always going to have to adhere to some set of like someone else's will, you know, like six days in Fallujah that had to get passed through a lot of checks and balances to make an end product that most people would consume and enjoy. But who are those checks and balances from? Dudes from Fallujah, you know, like were they modeled? Did they walk? Did, you know what I mean? You know, well, they, they did get interviewed. Like a lot of them did. Yeah, not not every experience that you experience in a video game will be pleasant, but yeah, you want it to be memorable, and those are the kinds of games that you wanna you wanna uh, enjoy the most. Yeah, that 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 makes a lot of sense. I mean, I would say that I would rather have a uh, realistic game that may not be that great to everybody else than uh, a 
unrealistic game that's amazing to everybody. Yeah, 100%. That's just, but that's just me, though. Having something uh, enjoyable over something flashy, 100% is what I would want. Yeah. But as of right now, that's been all. I have been DJ. I have been Harrison from the Harry D Podcast. It's been good being back. I like recording the podcast every once in a while, you know, whenever I feel like it. But uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Harry D Podcast. Uh, check up our check out our uploads on uh, Spotify and RSS.com. And also check out our merch store. The uh, link is in the bio of the Instagram. Bye, everyone. Don't do it. 93. Motherfucker.